Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Everyday Revival with Pastor Kendall Watrous. Make sure to check us out on YouTube and Facebook, or you can visit us at faithlifefamily.com. Here's Pastor Kendall. Well, I'm so glad to be back with you again this week on Everyday Revival. We've been talking about some really great things about joy, and last time we talked about being a container uh, uh, of God's power and His presence, and how when we stay full, it's not just for us, but it's for other people as well. When we stay full, we can splash out onto other people. And um, I've really been paying attention to that this week since we've been talking about it. I've been um, paying attention to um, being out and about, you know, at the grocery store or different places and just my um, my joy level, um, you know, in a time when people just look stressed out. They're, everywhere you look, there's just so many people that look down and uh, maintaining that joy on the inside, um, keeping my eyes focused on Him um, and what He's done, it really makes a difference. Um, last time we read uh, Romans 14, 17, and I know you know this by heart, but I, I love this verse. Uh, the kingdom of God is righteousness, it's peace, and it's joy in the Holy Ghost. Well, um, can't do anything apart, uh, anything apart, uh, from these three uh, ingredients, really, because if you don't know who you are in Christ, if we don't understand righteousness, um, then we're not going to get very far in our walk uh, with God. And then, uh, you know, if we don't maintain peace, um, we're we're always stressed out. There's things going on, um, turmoil on the inside. Um, we're not going to get very far. And then he said, the kingdom of God is joy. And I'm so glad he put that in there. Um, because, uh, sometimes we can turn around and take a look at our life by turning around, you know, it, whatever age you are, you can turn around and say, when I was 15, you know, gosh, that w- that was an awesome time for me. Or I remember when I was 23, you know, we always look back, but in, in the things of God, we need to always really be looking forward instead of just looking back and thinking, you know, how great things were back there. You know, he has great things for us ahead. And um, there's there's ways that we can maintain joy in our life, even during hard hard things. Um, staying full, we've been, because that's what we're talking about. Um, we need to be, you know, I, I think I read this, we need to be bold and not timid. Uh, we meet, need to be strong and not weak wise and not naive, hot and not lukewarm. Um, these are, these are uh, just the opposite of what most people look like. And um, that's how we stand out. That's how, you know, our lives stand out. Um, you know, we, we go out, we have an outreach team here. We go out and we witness and tell people about Jesus. Great. I love it. And we all should be doing that on a regular basis. But our lives, without even opening our mouths, I believe our lives are a billboard to other people of really what's going on on the inside. You can have some people say, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy on the inside. But really, whatever's on the inside will be showing on the outside, whether we like it or not. And so um, it, it, it's a, there's a current um, always flowing on the inside. And 
and, and people can tell by looking at us, looking at our facial uh, expressions, uh, by looking at our actions, what we say, what comes out of our mouth, whether we really are these things or not. Um, but I, I think I left off talking about that one of the ways that we can stay full in our lives, um, in our daily lives, is by praise. Um, you know, keeping praise on our lips, uh, keeping rejoicing, praising, um, you know, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, yeah, you know, you're going to have some people that'll be uh, like, oh, you're one of those, those uh, freaky people that always has to say, you know, praise the Lord. Well, if I keep those, those words on my lips, it's going to keep me from saying things that I really don't want to say, right? Um, so many times we want other words to come out. Um, we won't get into those today, right? But we, you know, other words, are, uh, you know, crop up and, you know, you, you, you're around people, you're around things, and those things shouldn't even be on the burner down, down underneath on the inside of us. It should be praise on our lips. Thank you, Jesus. You're so good to me. Thank you for being good to my family. I mean, when you want to cry, I mean, I, and, and this isn't something that I'm just saying that I haven't done. I mean, we do this uh, constantly. We really do. Um, on the way to work, you know, for a few minutes, we're in the car. Thank you, Jesus. Um, you know, just choosing to put our eyes on the good and not you know, looking at the negative because the negative is always staring you in the face. And the enemy is there right there to just pull up the negative all the time, right, to us. And even we were talking about this not long ago. My husband and I we were talking about how sometimes just, you know, the way the enemy works, you can really experience something really great in your life, have like a, a victory, have, you know, something you've been believing for, um, you know, just good thing happen to you. And right in the middle of that, the enemy comes in and, you know, something happens, you know, alongside that. And he takes away that joy of that victory. He can, he can do that if we put our eyes on it, but he's right there to, you know, be waving his hands. Hey, hey, look at me, look at me. And he wants us to put our attention on him instead of being able to experience victories in our life and really uh, have joy and peace in our life. And so we're never, he's always going to be there. John 10, 10 says what the thief comes to steal, steal, <laughs> kill and destroy. But Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Well, I choose that part of the verse, right? I'm going to, I'm going to focus on that and I'm going to keep my attention on that. So how am I going to do that again? I'm going to keep praise on my lips. You know, I choose what I listen to. I'm picky about the music I listen to. Um, I really, really enjoy music. Um, it's just something that I've always liked since I was a little kid. And, um, you know, when I was in my teenage years, when I was going through some really difficult things in my life, um, you, if you know my story, I mean, I was not listening to great music and that music really held me down and helped steer my life in some, in, in a direction that I didn't want it to go in. Music was a big part of that. I filled my life with that kind of music that had words that were full of death and, 
and they were depressing. And, you know, when you just live in that, um, it's hard to get your, it's hard to get your head out of the water. I mean, I really needed help. So it is important what you listen to. Some people I've, I mean, I've been in, you know, uh, sessions with people, uh, counseling sessions, and you know, you find out what they're listening to, and they'll just argue with you. They'll say, "Well, no, it really doesn't matter." You know, I listen to this or that. You know, listen, I'm not here to to argue whether it's country or rock or I did. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about th- that you, especially if we're born again, spirit-filled Christians, um, or or you know maybe you're not but th- these are these are this is the the direction I'm going with this is that if you're a a Christian spirit filled um we should desire on the inside to fill our lives to listen to things that are going to glorify God right so praise music worship uh putting our attention on him all day long is going to keep us in that place of joy um you know, I, I don't mind listening to, to music just to listen to music, but then I've gotten to the place where I really predominantly listen to praise and worship music, and there's good things out there. I won't listen to it if it talks about God in a derogatory sense, like he, he gives and takes away. I mean, um, you know, uh, whatever. I, I believe that, you know, he, uh, he's a good God. And so um, we, we believe in, and we focus on those things um, because he's so good. Let's see. We're going to look at, let's look here. Um, last time we were looking at James 1, 2 uh, through 4. Remember we talked about count it all joy when you fall into various trials and temptations. Knowing what? He said we know something during this time. Knowing that the trying of our faith worketh patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you might be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. So count it all joy. He didn't say it is a joy. He didn't say this is this is just a wonderful joy, you know, that this happened in your life. No, he said you have to count it. And um, there's so many good uh, things out there that we can listen to along these lines. But, um, you know, I love that, you know, uh, this one analogy, this one preacher said, he said, you can count it one joy, two joy, three joy. In other words, we have to, we have to make it, uh, we have to do it on purpose. I'm going to count this joy. I'm going to make this uh, turn out for my betterment, knowing that if I get down and depressed and start going the opposite direction, this is not going to turn out for me. So I choose to count it joy. Because listen, we're all going to experience the trials of our faith, the trials of life, all of us. Uh, you know, there's things that go on and I mean, we could just stay down the rest of our life if we didn't choose to do this. That's why I choose to count it all joy. Um, so uh, we see over here too in, in Isaiah 41 and verse 10, and I'm going to read this to you in the Amplified. I like the Amplified Classic. And let me find it here. Let's see, Isaiah 41.10. And this is so good. Um, it says, Fear not, there is nothing to fear, for I am with you. Do not look around you in terror and be dismayed, for I am your God, and I will strengthen, and I, this is my favorite part, I will strengthen and harden you to difficulties. Yes, I will help you. Yes, I will hold you up 
and retain you with my victorious right hand of righteousness and justice. So I'm going to focus on this part. I will strengthen and harden you to difficulties. That's so powerful. He's going to be there to strengthen us and harden us so that it's almost like Teflon, you know, on, on one of the skillets, you know, it, it, it's nonstick. Things can't stick to us. He's going to harden us to difficulties so that the things that try to come at us, we're like, uh, oh, no, I've learned that if I put praise on my lips, uh, that this is going to turn for me. That, that praise on my lips, praising him in, in the midnight hour. I mean, we could turn over to Acts uh, over there with Paul and Silas. We're in jail and, and, and talk about that story. I mean, what an amazing story. Talk about strengthening someone and, and hardening, hardening us to difficulties. That's exactly what happened to them. They were in there, the Bible says their midnight hour, right? It was, and things were, things were not going good for them. In fact, it couldn't have probably gotten much worse. Sounds like somebody's life, I'm sure, uh, that we're talking to today. Somebody who's going through a difficulty. Maybe that's you right now. You're in your midnight hour. You're, you're like, this cannot get any worse. Um, uh, believe you me that it, you know, when we start focusing on the negative, uh, it can get worse um, because, you know, I just been there uh, when when you just focus on it and you're all this coming out of your mouth is negative and you get people to start. Oh, it's, it, you know, poor you. I know it's going to it's it's going to get better. But no, you need to surround yourself with people. Aren't you glad that Paul and Silas, they had each other. They were both faith men. Um, they kept praise on their lips. Aren't you glad one of them didn't say, you know, you know, Silas, um, you know, this is pretty bad. And then Silas, you know, turned around and said, yeah, this is pretty bad. No, they both decided that they were going to put praise on their lips. And it says they prayed and sang praises to God. And so there's our answer right there. Talking about he will strengthen us and harden us to difficulties. So praising God, singing, rejoicing, these are all uh, these are all faith, faith uh, ways to stand in faith in the midst of uh, hard, hard, hard times. And and how are we going to stay full? By singing, by praising, by rejoicing, by keeping ourselves full. How do we do that? Our mouth has to be full of of the word of God. It has to be full of praise and rejoicing, even when we don't feel like it. Uh, it's not just when we feel like it. It's, um, uh, I like, um, I think it was, yeah, it was T.D. Jakes who said this. He says, if you don't shout, the devil will think he's winning, right? So if, if the enemy can steal our shout, I notice what he tries to do, at least with me, and I'm sure many others, because there's nothing new under the sun, but he, he tries to silence you, to get you to close your mouth, so, and get quiet. And I've heard some people tell us, you know, well, you know, I just, I'm, I'm not saying anything bad. Well, that, that's good. But you also have to replace, because remember, thoughts are going to come. We have to replace those thoughts and, and those, those, um, those different things that are trying to barrage us and bombard us. And we have to replace them with something else. Well, when we stay full of praise and, uh, 
rejoicing in these things, really, which is just our next point, which is staying full of the word. It's keeping God's word in our mouth, right? Then we're able to put up that shield against the enemy and we're able to stay full on the inside no matter what circumstances we're in. Paul and Silas, man, they were, they were in a bad situation, but when they did that, something happened. Their chains fell off. There was a great, I mean, there was a great earthquake. Their chains fell off. They were freed. They, they got out. And then not only did they do that, but they witnessed to the jailer and his, and his whole family. I mean, come on. What better testimony in our lives uh, than to uh, go through something difficult, be in our, our darkest hour, and to come out smelling like roses? That makes the enemy really ticked off. And, you know, there's just something I really like. I really like to tick the devil off. That's just one of one of my things. I really do. Why? How do I do that? I just keep his word, God's word in my mouth, and I um, I choose to look forward instead of always looking behind at what if, how could have I have done this better? What if I have been a better mother? What if I could have you know done this better better for these people, and they would have done you know they would have you know, chose this decision instead. No, I can't live in the what ifs. You can't live in the what ifs. We've got to live full of God, staying on the path, going straight ahead, no matter what's coming our way, in our everyday living, in our jobs, on, you know, with our families, um, you know, be content with now and not always looking for greener pastures, right? We're, we're going forward in the plan that he has for us, and we're not going to be deterred, right? Go off to the left or to the right. I'm going to keep his word in my mouth. You know, I love this, and I'll leave this verse with you today. Psalms 119.105 says, Your word is a lamp unto my feet, and it's a light unto my path. Uh, his word, it, it's, it shines light onto my path. I, I, I've got to have it. I've got to have it in my mouth. I've got to have it in my heart. Why? Because I need to know where I'm going. I need to know what steps to take, right? And, uh, and I know that the only way I'm going to stay full is to have that fullness in me, that, that word in me, and that word in me directs my feet, and it's a light unto my path. Man, I love that. We're going to pick up here next time. I'm so glad that you get to sit there wherever you are, whether you're in your car, putting on your makeup, ladies, whether guys you're at work, um, you're just listening to this, you know, in your car. I'm so glad that I get to be a part of your day. We here at Faith Life, we, um, we're excited about what God's doing. Uh, we're excited to be uh, uh, pastoring a great church here, a church that's on fire for God. And we just pray for you constantly. We know that God is working in your life, and I know that these words are powerful because it is the Word of God, and it's, it's powerful enough to change your situation. So until next time, keep the Word in your mouth, keep the praise of God on your lips, rejoice, praise, and make the devil really mad. Thank you for tuning in to Everyday Revival. We'll talk to you next time.